her honor, Judge Wendy Davis. Wendy, did I just get zinged by my own news guy? <laughs> you absolutely did. In fact, I'm sitting in my chambers now, and I literally just laughed out loud. Yeah. Now, listen. Now, Wendy, you know me. I am nothing but sugar, sweetness, and light, okay? And... <laughs> And the guy that my own audience gave him the title, he is Ian the Newsinator Randall, and I refer to him as that. And then he throws me a zinger. I, I what, can I go after him? Like, is there some gonna, legal there stand some, I can take? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say there might be some liability in there somewhere. Liability. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Between the three of us here at the studio today, if there's a liability. You're talking to him already, okay? It's, it's, it's not him. It's not Amy. Um, so, Wendy, your honor, Madam Davis, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Working hard. A um, lot going on. You know, post-COVID now in the court system with our youth in the community, there's just Busy, busy times. Yeah. But good. You and I don't get to see each other hardly ever. Uh, and I know we have recently, I know we did at the, at the most recent uh, bean dinner when the vice president was there and had a terrific evening that night. I know you were bedazzled because I was in my gray plaid suit coat, um, my, my purple plaid suit coat. And I know you were just. Oh, Pat, you always bedazzle me. <laughs> Wendy, honey, love you. I'm not giving you any money. Okay. Just so you're okay. aware. All right. Okay. I am campaign. You know, I'll be in the campaign here in another six years. So, see, there you go. Uh, so, Wendy, of course, serves us uh, downtown uh, in the court system, uh, and your current appointments. Uh, you were last elected when in twenty twenty. So I was in Superior Court for about ten years. I was first elected, correct, in twenty twenty, and then, um, well, I was first elected in two thousand and gosh. Yeah, you slept since then. Yeah, I was. I have to think through that. It was. A, I've been on the bench thirteen years, but I just won the circuit court. Right. I was in superior court for ten years, and I've now been in the Allen Circuit Court for uh, two years. I know a lot of what you've always done, and you did it in Texas before you got here, uh, but you've done it here, and that is you deal a lot with the the elements of the judicial system uh, that touch our young people. Uh, that hasn't yeah. changed for you, has it? No, no, not at all. And in fact, um, I'm, I have a passion right now just to educate all those that have grandchildren and high schoolers. I'll tell you, Pat, our high school kids and our middle school kids are getting bombarded right now. I bet you a lot of parents and grandparents don't even really know what they're facing. But the biggest crisis I think we have right now is vaping. Vaping is a big, huge deal. I know I still have one in high school. He goes to Homestead and um, you know, they are vaping. He just tells me everybody's vaping. They think it's nicotine, yeah. but it's all getting laced with fentanyl now. The dealers are putting it in fentanyl. They buy them online, laced with fentanyl. They think it's nicotine. Next thing you know, our rice and narcotics are running out to the schools, Narcanning middle schoolers and high schoolers. So it's That is nicotine. insane. You know, I mean, look, it it's, it's bad enough when you can't get through the numbskulls that are sometimes our kids and grandkids about things. But when a kid thinks, I'm just vaping, it keeps me from smoking real cigarettes, I'm actually doing this because I like it, but I don't want to get into nicotine and my health and yada, yada, yada. And then these clowns are putting fentanyl into this yep. stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I appreciate the courts. I say we just take them out and shoot them. Right. And the same thing with pills. I mean, these kids, um, there was a girl a couple of weeks ago who got injured as an athlete in high school, and one of her friends gave her a pill saying, hey, this will make you feel better. I think it might be an Advil with fentanyl. And she, you know, the, the girl didn't know it. Get, yeah. They were friends. Yeah. But I don't know where they're getting this stuff, but, you know, they're all getting it off the street and at gas stations and offline. 
and they think it's pretty innocent. And I'm telling you, the cartel is everywhere. They're here in Fort Wayne and and fentanyl shown up in all kinds of places for our youth, for our young kids. Yeah, but let's keep the borders open down south because I'm sure none of it's coming through there. <laughs> you know I can't get political. <laughs> I know, but I can. <laughs> so, uh, it, 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 it drives me crazy, you know, because we're saying, yeah, it's really horrible and the drugs and the kids and blah, blah, blah. Well, then do something about it. Now, I know right. it's a little bit after the fact, but when kids get in trouble, I know that, uh, that a lot of times they end up in front of your bench um, what is that procedure like for most most kids? Is there a, a first offender status? Is there this? Is there well, that? Well, since I've moved into circuit court now, if they're 18 and over, um, I run three problem-solving courts. So I have an addiction court. Today I presided all afternoon over my mental health and addiction court. So it's a dual diagnosis. So if they come into my court on a fel- first-time felony, sometimes second-time felony, but it's a low-level drug offense, mm-hmm. alcohol offense, driving while intoxicated felony. Um, I try to divert them from the Allen County Jail, give them mental health and addiction help, get them clean and sober. And then the prosecutor is good in this county. He'll dismiss their case if they go through the treatment courts. So I run three treatment courts. They're really doing well. They're certified by the Supreme Court, but it's helping to save a lot of lives. I mean, and, and it's, it's, it's a bigger deal than we think. I mean, I know that there are people that are being called out to schools this year so they can administer Narcan on kids that just yep. took something they didn't even realize they were taking. That is a true statement. It came straight from um, Sergeant Mark Gerardo, who's very passionate about these um, issues. He and I speak a lot together. I speak about the problem-solving treatment courts, and then he'll he'll speak about what's going on in the street and in the schools. And so every time I hear him talk, I am just, I mean, I do this for a living and our youth are under fire. I mean, they are just under fire, Pat, and which is why I'm so committed. Those people that know me know that I give a lot of my time to nonprofits that focus on youth, inner city youth, um, urban life youth. Now it's more rural with all these drugs. Yep. And I don't know if you know that this, but this week, November 14th through the 18th, um, I'm on the Northeast Indiana Youth for Christ Board, and it's our you. We believe in Youth Week. Right. And basically, it's just believing in our youth right now, letting them be seen, be known, be loved. Let them know that all the adults that are in their life actually believe in them. You know, it's really easy. I know with my 17-year-old, he's my youngest, and I've raised others. But, you know, sometimes, you know, he's busy. He plays sports. He's busy. He walks in the house. Am I really seeing him? Am I really yep. just breathing life yep. in him? Now, in my household, I want to breathe Christ into him. And this week, you know, everybody, everybody that is listening to you and I right now knows young people, a high schooler, middle schooler, everybody knows kids somewhere. It doesn't have to be related to you, but we need to really focus our eyes on these future leaders of our community because post-COVID, whether it's the drugs, whether it's the mental health, they need support, and Youth for Christ is really giving them that support, uh, boots on the ground, especially our, our urban life and our, I mean, we have so many resources, but this week is really dedicated just to bring awareness, just to have an all-out campaign for young people of this region and our city and county, and it's, I, you know, we want it to be, the Youth for Christ board, uh, Northeast Indiana board, wants it to be a movement to unite our communities around the truth that we believe in our youth and that, you know, they're going to take over my court one day. They're going to take over your, you know, 
place at the station one day, Pat. You know, yeah, we pretty wanna... soon from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pretty serious issue um, with the mental health and some of the addictions and stuff that we're seeing in our young people. Well, you know, it, 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 and if you think about this, and like you said, you know, parents need to decide they're going to be more involved in their kid's life. I know the kids don't act excited about it at the start. Oh, come on, Dad. You know, or Mom, stop smothering me. But here's, at the end of the day, here's what I know to be true. If a kid is a, quote-unquote, good kid, and he's in a good school, he's at Homestead or he's at Carroll or he's at Snyder or Northside or Southside or wherever, and then let's say he has dinner with the whole family three times a week. His part of the conversation might be 20 times each, so that's an hour. If he's in Sunday school once a week, that's another hour. If he's in church once a week, that's another hour. So you've got like three hours, maybe four hours, where you think some pretty positive things are going into that kid's life. He's in his school system six-plus hours a day. And I'm not saying that Northwest Allen or Southwest or Fort Wayne Community or East Allen, that we're pumping drugs into our kids, but the element is there. And mom and dad aren't there to watch, and, you know, uh, Justice Davis isn't there to watch, and the Pat Miller program isn't there to watch. And the kids are just there all on their own. And and somehow, mom and dad, they love their kids and blah, blah, blah. But how many times have you had a kid brought into your court and something's wrong and we find out that there's fentanyl use and everything? How many times have you had them brought in and mom and dad are in absolute shock and dismay? Oh, Oh, all day, every day. And they beg and plead. They're like, I don't really think he's got a problem. And then we do an assessment on him, and I'm, you know, come to find out they're depressed. They have anxiety. Um, you know, they're, they're um, messing around with drugs and alcohol at an early age, you know. And yep. when, by the time I see him, Judge Trevino is the, the juvenile judge, and she has Youth for Christ and some of these other support systems in ACJC to breathe life into these kids to make sure they understand that, you know, there's other ways to deal with their mental health and, and, you know, drugs and alcohol and all this stuff. So, you know, once she, if she doesn't get them in their system, if I don't get them till later, sometimes I have 18, 19 year olds come in and the mom's standing in court and he admits to me, I've been using drugs and alcohol since I was in eighth grade. Yeah. I just had a guy tell me that he's, he's 19. He's like, I've been using drugs and alcohol since eighth grade. Yep. And his parents had no idea. Totally dumbfounded. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, you start to learn, too, that, you know, high school is hard, Pat. I don't think high school was like it when, when I when I was at, uh, in high school. I went to Homestead as well. And this is not a target on Homestead. This is across Fort Wayne and, and our country. We're, we're looking at statistics and kids and youth and post-pandemic. You know, so many of them have some underlying mental health issues that we, we don't detect as parents. We don't see them. Yep. And so I, we really, Youth for Crisis, wanted to dedicate this week to say, hey, look around you. What high schoolers or middle schoolers? Have hard conversations with them. Sit them down and say, hey, how you doing? And, you know, they might roll their eyes. You'd be surprised at when you really look into the eyes of kids making them known and seen and loved. They're, they're pretty good at coming out with some stuff that, you know, get ready. They may tell you some things that are really, really concerning, but... Start the conversation in your household. Start the conversation about, hey, are you using a vape pen? You know, because these vape pens, they're starting to use them in sixth grade, seventh, middle schoolers. Yep. And they don't know what's in them. They just think it's kind of cool. They think it's nicotine and, and lo and behold, it's fentanyl. Yep. And, and, and even, and I know some of them, 
And I know, I know that they don't think they're really setting a bad example because they're just showing the kids they don't want to smoke either. But I know some teachers that use a vape pen. And, you know, and they're they're you know behind the stadium at a ball game or something, and they're like, and the kids see them and they're like, "Hey, Mr. Smith, how are you?" And, and all that. It's it's a bad precedent. It is, it is, and I mean, if I didn't feel so passionate about you know breathing life into our our youth, um, like we talk about at Youth for Christ and, and this week, I I just want to bring awareness that you know you cannot you always think, and and I'm a judge for heaven's sakes, you know, and. I, I like to think it's not my kids. My kids don't suffer from mental health or any kind of, I, you know, behind my back. Are they vaping? Are they using alcohol at a young age? I mean, listen, I'm not immune to this either. And so we need to be vigilant as parents and as grandparents to be talking to our kids about drugs and alcohol. And, you know, don't ever, my number one conversation with my 17-year-old right now is do not take a pill from anybody yep. unless i give it to you or dad gives it to you don't take it i don't care if they tell you it's tylenol don't yeah. and i don't care what it says on it either exactly yeah. exactly because all the vape pens will say nicotine yep yep and if you're getting yep. a pill i don't care if it has the word bayer stamped on it don't take right. it exactly yep exactly. so i appreciate you giving me this opportunity to just to, to you know if people want more information about the we believe in youth uh campaign they can go to uh, Youth for Christ of Northern East, Northeast Indiana to our website and uh, just click on there because we would love the community to come together around this truth that we really believe in our uh, regional youth and our local youth and that I really want to encourage everybody just to, to look around at, at the kids in their life, especially the high school. I mean, listen, college kids need it too, but high school and middle school right now, these issues are starting so young, Pat. Yep, they really are. And listen, parents and grandparents and teachers and others, we need to get beyond the thing. Well, they're going to think I'm weird if I'm asking them about what's going on in their life. Okay, don't ask them. And then wait until they spill their guts in front of uh, Judge Wendy someday and you find out, yeah, I've been doing this stuff for 12 years. I mean, you know, and and it's almost too late. It is. I never say it's too late, especially now that I have treatment courts and and that kind of thing. But the longer they're in it, the longer they do it. Um, and, and, you know, I've told stories after stories of athletes who have um, had orthopedic injuries and then later get to heroin and fentanyl. You never think it's going to happen to your kid. You just don't. Yep. But we really need to make sure we're talking to our kids. Um, and you know what? Here's the other thing. The, the awesome thing is when we have um, organizations like Youth for Christ, um, City Life, uh, Boys and Girls Club. I mean, you start naming them. There's a lot of resources that if you as a family or you as a parent have any concerns with your kids, just start Googling, you know, Youth for Christ, Boys and Girls Club, um, you know, whatever. We have so many resources that, you know, if you don't feel like you can reach your kids, I know because I'm on the board of Youth for Christ, I know our people can reach your kids. And, that's and that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. And, and they've got some great volunteers like you and many others standing by ready to help them. Wendy, I've got to run. I appreciate very much you coming on and raising some awareness again this week uh, for a very special cause. Uh, Judge Wendy Davis. Wendy, thanks a ton. I appreciate you being here. Yep, Pat. It's always a pleasure. Podcasts by Federated Media.